Can I say I'm so proud of this first question that I have today? Is your Sharpie Not a dumb question? question? Oh, it's, it's probably very dumb, but I love oh. it. It's, Welcome I, back I, to the pod, everybody. Love this Hi. question. So you know how Nathan's has the hot dog eating contest yep. mm-hmm. every year? If you were going to do that and you wanted to win, what's the food you would pick? Oh, that's a great question. I'm saying I was I French was really and ketchup. Oh, yeah. Um, I can put down so many oysters. Like really, I can put down like I, yeah. when I eat an oyster, sometimes I have to remember if I ate one or not. The only thing that I can tell is the empty shell that it's I feel on. like your skin would start to smell after so many. Of you them. think so? Yeah, I'd turn uh, yeah. into some sort of barnacle man. Yeah. yeah, I can do and I can also eat a fuck ton of hot wings. Yeah, I could crush hot wings. I think for me, chicken fingers would be amazing. But uh, I could eat. I've never been done eating pistachios. It's <laughs> a good one. I That's could eat pistachio. Like I've no, I've eaten pistachios for like three. Yeah, there's been times they where I do? ate. Yeah, all yeah. nuts. Yeah, you eat too many nuts, you're getting backed up. Oh. As a mom, I feel like you should you see this explains why because at your house you always had an open bowl of pistachios that never mm-hmm. it was always full. Well, I fill it all the time. Yeah, well they're not old. They ain't old pistachios. I'm leaving out there. No, no, I've never had an old pistachio at your house. But the the thing is with the pistachios, my finger, my thumbs get raw from opening. Well, you get them. the unshelled. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or what well, do you call it? What's shelled. that company that makes them wonderful? Yeah. Yeah, pistachios, and this is going to get into a whole, I'm going to, you know, I have feelings around um, pistachios, almonds, mm. The these companies, the companies that like Palm, uh, they are sucking California's water. Mm. When we had that drought a few years ago. This guy, I just want to say, this guy needs to get laid. <laughs> he, he just told me he hasn't had sex in two months, and coming yeah. from me, you know if it's coming from me, it's bad, babe. You, no, I think you got to like, get the poison It's like that out. Seinfeld episode where George Costanza stops having sex and he becomes a genius, you know, because yeah. he has all this time to devote. He's not, his mind isn't being preoccupied. I think that's, that's exactly what's going to happen to me happening. when I don't have kids. Yeah, well, what's going take on? Take care of all the time. Look, Nothing. we need a we need that a, 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 a urine update. No, thing. I want to know. I want to know what's going on with Jack's piss. I mean, week to week, this is a saga. Well, were you done talking about nuts? Well, look, it's a whole conspiracy. They're taking our water, people, and they grow crops that require the most amount of water: almonds, pistachios, and so, uh, and it's subsidized by the government. And they're asking us to cut down our water use. They're using eighty percent of the state's water, but that's towns Fuck that you, live nuts. near the. Towns that live near the aqueduct don't even get water in some cases. There's a documentary on Netflix about it. If you just want to become an expert overnight on something, just go to Netflix, go through the documentary section, and then start uh, preaching to all your friends about whatever subject it is. So Was you, I supporting this by having pistachio, fresh pistachios all the time? Yeah, yeah, you're part of the problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I don't want to give them a free plug. You really wouldn't support my... Uh my eating contest of the pistachios then, huh? You'd, no. be, you'd be out there with a sign, a picketing. Morally, it would be a problem. <laughs> yeah. What's the most, you know what? I did a hot dog eating contest one time. I ate, but I didn't do it like how they do it. Where with they, the water? Yeah, dunk the, <gasps> the bun in the water. <gasps> Joey no, I, Chestnut, shout out. I did like onions, Nuts. ketchup, mustard, and I had like seven or eight, I think I had seven, seven of them. I could eat a lot of pizza too. Like I used to eat a large pie for fun and not be full. Like I'd want more. Yeah. <gasps> really? Yeah. Large pie have pepperoni. That was my shit. Yeah. And I always wanted full pepperoni, but I thought I was like being healthy by doing half pepperoni. I could eat a lot of shrimp. 
Oh, I hate that. I hate shrimp. You and I your can, seafood. I know, dude. My when I was a kid, my mom tells a story to everyone, including uh, girls that start dating. But I ate two pounds of shrimp as a kid, and I fucking I was in a diaper still, and the I I shit so much that the shit came out the sides. Of, of the course, you had a blowout. Oh. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a blowout. Oof. I had a big old seafood blowout. Ay ay ay. That is. I mean, that's on the top of like things. If shit was gonna go flying, I wouldn't have want the person to have eaten two pounds of shrimp. shrimp. I just yeah. I'm so grossed out by shrimp. But with sp- speaking of shrimp, I think sushi could be one of my things with like an eating contest. I you fucking, don't get full from sushi. That's true. Yeah, the rice though fills me up. No, I do the brown rice, so it doesn't fill me up. But in this, here's my thing: Why in these? Um, food eating contest so they seem like they're raced for time as well they are what do you mean they they're t- are? it's timed yeah why because it's who Can't can eat the most like in 30, 30 minutes, minutes? that's yeah. What, yeah but it's who can eat the most in 30 minutes but aren't you probably more likely to vomit if no, you... jamie you're talking to <laughs> okay. professionals here these right. people do this for you know the black widow uh, that Asian lady? Yeah, I know her. I know no, Joey I only Chestnut. No, I brown widows. To- Toboya- <laughs> to- Togoya- What's his name? Tobayashi? Tobayashi? There was a, a moment where Tobayashi... Man, I feel like I'm saying his name wrong, but um, he was the he was the guy that dethroned Joey Chestnut. And there was like a few years where it was nothing but Tobayashi. Yeah. And he was fit, right? A lot of these guys... Very skinny. They were... Um, they're, big, they're big boys, right? But out of, out of nowhere, this Japanese kid came as fucking Toboyashi. He was fit. He like worked out and he would just beat all these big boys. And then he would do a little shimmy after yeah. he ate the Tobayashi so shake, the Tobayashi shake. And he was making room for more or he was helping it settle. Well, it's a very, it's a very hot, it's a very conducive to a hot dog. You know, when you do that motion, it really mm-hmm. it yeah. works it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much uh, a very disciplined and uh, just a really fun to watch, but then he fell off. You know, there was like a whole, there was some controversy. I feel like there's some Tobayashi, con- Kobayashi. 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 Yeah, I knew yeah. It, but it still <laughs> doesn't sound right. To People me. were yelling at the screen, Kobayashi. Yeah, sorry guys, it took a while. Kobayashi. Um, By the way, speaking of, what did you just say? There was some conflict. A lot of people like gave me credit last week saying like, oh, it wasn't a dumb question if, sign language if people have different sign language that was not my question that's where Kasim took it my question was when deaf people speak do they speak with different accents if they're from different countries oh it's a very you, dumb question sign differently no 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 it's a dumb question either i think it's curiosity no one here said your question was dumb i think you no, I said it was dumb, but I'm saying people yeah. were giving me credit that it was not dumb. They were like, oh, no, oh. you want to know about different sign languages? This No, mine was, I will not do an impression of this, but we all know the way deaf people speak. Oh, yeah, yeah. In America, I do. But sure. like, does... Like would, a British Right. Because that's yes. a quick YouTube search. Yeah, but like, I don't do that yeah, anymore. I, mean, I, don't, I don't search <laughs> things. I bring them here. I'm doing everything right. I can not to do a deaf, British deaf guy right now. I think mm. the... <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm growing up. I know people um, don't necessarily watch this for Sopranos shit because we never talk about Sopranos. But for the first Mm -hmm. time ever, I have a bunch of Sopranos questions because I watched the Friends reunion. Mm. I heard it was so good. It was really good. And for some, like, listen, I loved Friends when it was on. But I, I, 
once it once it was over, like I wasn't one of those people who always went back and watched it and this. So I kind of like, I don't know. I didn't have I, I didn't have it fresh in my head. And when I was like, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. And then I when I finally did put it on, I was like, wow, this is really good. It was. Was it an episode of the show, or was it them just around a table talking about how it used to be? It was everything. They did like skits. They did readings from scripts. They spoke about um, how they felt about certain scenes or whatever. I think that's fun. I was hearing a lot of uh, about how Matthew Perry was looking. I remember reading about that, but uh, I, I don't. I don't. I didn't. What watch happened? It. He looked rough. There were concerns about his health. Yeah. Supposedly, I don't know. I, I have a lot of sympathy uh, and empathy for that. I mean, he's he's got clear or has, you know, struggled very publicly with uh, drugs. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I think it's, you know, it's kind of rough when you come back and you, you know, do a, a public thing like that. And then maybe, you know, everyone only knows you from the last thing that you did. So in everyone's head, he's still, you know, Chandler, who's uh, young and, you know, from the show and like, then when they see him, like, oh yeah, dude, it's like been twenty years, and this, you're obviously gonna well, look that's, different. And that's like the double-edged sword that like Rob and I had from Sopranos. I yeah. so many people like commented on my Instagram from my birthday, being like, "How are you forty? I'm watching you, and you're eighteen. And I'm like, "Yeah, hello." I have people who like still think I'm like very fat. And I tell them, I'm really? like, I was like, I was only fat for the first like two seasons, maybe yeah. or something. And then, I, but people are like, people can't believe it. But so, what I wanted to know about, uh, oh, and also with um, with Matthew <laughs> Perry, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he said he would feel like if he didn't get a laugh. He's like, I would start going into like convulsions, and I, I would start sweating and shaking, and I would be so like angry at myself if the audience didn't laugh when I was supposed to get a laugh. Like he was in his own Oof. hell yeah, dealing with shit. And then like, you know, Lisa Kudrow's like, oh, you never told us that, <laughs> you know? And he's really? like, oh yeah. He's like every, it was my, I, he said he felt like he was going to die when he would tell a joke and not, it wouldn't get a laugh. Jeez. Oh, well, I will say, I mean, I did do a multicam once for a season and as fun as the live audience is, when you rehearse a joke all week and the writers that wrote it are laughing hysterically every time you run through it because it's their joke. It's not even about your delivery anymore. They just want to keep their joke in the fucking script and not have the executives cut it because it's not funny. And then you do get like dead air from the audience. It sucks. Yeah. It Back sucks. off the mic a little, Yami Lee. Oh. Just a gosh. little bit. I know. We're trying to we're well, trying I'm to find these sweet spots. Close, I know. We're trying to find no, these sweet spots, guys. There's it's, an intensity okay. I liked about that. Me too. That's why I waited till, till the end. <laughs> I, I loved like it, that. Amy Lee, but I still So here's here's my question for you, Amy Lee. You ready? Sorry, Casim, you can't you can't play this game. Because you didn't watch it. Like I even if you watched the show, you could play the game, but you didn't even watch the show. No, it's fine, dude. I'll go, I'll go fuck myself. Yeah. yeah. Drink that slow go drip coffee nuts. I watched I watched you make for sure. thirty minutes in the kitchen. <laughs> Um, okay, Yami Lee. Yeah. You are they're they're doing a Sopranos remake mm-hmm. and they want you to say who are the five people you want to do the remake with. Oh my god. That's yeah, it's a tough sucks. one. It's a tough question. You Kassim wouldn't know, but yeah, me Edie. Five aside from me? Like yeah. I get to pick five people. Okay. You yeah. Edie. Aida. Um, I get two more. 
Michael. Oh, no, he's dead. Yeah. Um, me, you, Aida. See, I, I wanted Dre, but Dre is dead. Yeah. Sucks. Sirico. But he's, you know. I wanted Sirico. Yeah, but still, it's it's fine. Sirico and. Jason's are born because he's listening. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's who right. Who else is alive for us? Uh, so I had uh, Dominic, who played Uncle Junior. Oh, yeah. I think he's still alive in the show, yeah, right? Of course he is. Yeah. Guys, I don't know what to get Cutter for Father's Day. I think like, we know what to get him. What? Yeah. It's very convenient because one of the sponsors for today's show is Man Crates. <gasps> yeah. What's Man, Man Crates? Crate? Man Crates. Uh, we just got introduced to them too. They're awesome. So they yeah. told us to pick one and... What it is, is it's basically if you don't know what to get somebody for their birthday or Father's Day or something like this, but you know they like barbecue. It's like a barbecue crate. So they have a whole thing or like a whiskey crate or if they like golf, a golf crate or um, uh, exotic jerky toolbox is one that they have, which if you like meats like elk or venison or boar, I mean, they're... Yeah, I got a a box in a... It's like shaped like a necktie. You know how dads always get neckties for Father's Day? It's an it's a necktie shaped box, but on the inside is different beef jerkies, which How is perfect. Because my dad does not work anymore; he's retired, and I feel like he would appreciate jerky a whole lot more. And you actually, uh, you did a nice thing today. He he brought over the man crate he got and gave it to me. Yeah, that's so sweet. Which one did you get, Rob? It's a, a cornhole set, so that oh, we could fun. we could all play cornhole in Casim's backyard now. It's, well, I feel like Cutter, we should get him the Grillmaster one, right? For sure. Yeah. And all these crates come in these nice wooden crates, literally, mm-hmm. with a crowbar or an mm-hmm. ammo can to open it, which is super manly. Um, mm-hmm. Or it has, you know, gift cards encased in concrete blocks, which is cool, making unwrapping just as awesome as the gift itself, I guess. That's Do yourselves awesome. a favor, and maybe if you've got a dad or you have a husband who's also a dad, or somebody that you just think this would be a good idea for, um, now through Father's Day, June 20th, get 20% off site-wide when you spend $149 or more at mancrates.com slash pajama. Yep, that's 20% off when you spend $149 or more at mancrates.com slash pajama. Mancrates.com slash, tell them, Jamie. Pajama. Yeah. Well, you know what else you can get your dad? Because, mm. I mean, I know firsthand, and you don't remember, but I can remind you, your dad probably wiped your ass for a long time. So you yep. should get him something that wipes his ass. You don't have to wipe it, but you can get him something that can wipe it or clean it. And Returning the favor. Something is. What is yeah. it, guys? You got to go to hellotushy.com. Uh, it is... Uh... It's changed the way I do business, butthole mm-hmm. business, BB. Mm-hmm. Um, Father's Day is right around the corner. I uh, I have these set up in my home. I am not a mechanically sound man, but I set one of these suckers up in under 10 minutes, and it came with everything I need. It attaches to my current toilet seat, and you know, in 10 minutes, I've got a jet stream, a powerful jet stream of water going straight up my tuchus, um, and it's completely reduced the amount of toilet paper I use. Yeah. I use 85% less toilet paper. I don't have to use those 
wipes anymore that say they're flushable, but we know aren't flushable. Yeah, I think it's incredible. How amazing is it to give your father the gift of him never having to wipe his butt again? Maybe, hey, dad, here, you never have to get poop on your hand again. That's amazing. Best, best gift ever. And by the way, even if he has one already, now they have the Tushy 3.0. So upgrade that shit for him. Have him join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now for a clean butt with every flesh. So give the gift of a clean butt, guys. Go to hellotushy.com slash pajama to get 10% off plus free shipping. Right, Cass? This is a special offer just for our listeners. Hellotushy.com slash pajama for 10% off. Hellotushy.com slash pajama. Or, you know, what would be cool is having Lorraine and then like all of us going to like family therapy with her. That could be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd pick... I'd pick... uh, (laughs) Tommy Mudflaps. Pick six people. Salazar. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good question for like Soprano fanatics though. Joey You're going to get a Soprano's reboot. Who do you want? Silver Surfer. <laughs> that's the problem that we were just talking about comic books before we got on. If this was comic books, everyone could just come back, you know, because no one really dies in a comic book. They always just come back. Yeah. I can't wait to watch The Sopranos, dude. It's going to be so fucking sick. I can't wait. So you totally stopped watching it, right, Jamie? I know you yeah, were. Yeah, I'm like in the middle it. of the fifth season. Um, yeah. I hear that's when it gets good. So here's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's the other thing I wanted to talk about about that is like, I would, you know, we get offered to do a lot of Sopranos related stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Jamie and I do. Casim obviously does not. I don't know. I, every once in a while, I'll see a comment that's like, what episode was that guy on? Yeah. And they, <laughs> yeah, with the glasses. And they, imagine if you start getting invited to Soprano stuff just because you're associated with us. That'd be strong. <laughs> I'm in like, I'm, I'm Sopranos adjacent. You know? Yeah, you are. You are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the, uh, what was that you Kevin are. Bacon game? Yeah, six degrees. Six, six degrees. degrees. You're one degree, babe. Invite me and I will be cheaper than anyone that's actually been on the show. Like there's you, there's mm-hmm. Jamie, then there's like what they paid Joe Perino, and then there there's what <laughs> I would get paid, like right underneath what Joe Perino. Yeah, is. and they could make it could be Casim G, and the G could be a gun. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, come see Casim G and Salazar and Joey suitcases. Yeah, or you think the K is a gun, Jamie? Yeah, not the G. So my my point of of saying this was, uh, you know, we get offered to do stuff, and we're always like. You know, no, thank you, or we don't want to do that stuff. But the one thing that I would fly myself in, I'd pay, I'd fly you in, whatever. If they would let us watch all the bloopers, so much fun that we had that they've never showed us a single one of. I think they wanted to keep the like gangster, the mystique of like these tough guys in this. We had, there were times where we would just be in fucking tears laughing and it wouldn't oh stop and the worst times were when there was like 15 of us because if there yeah. was like me and jamie if one of us couldn't stop like you you get over it when there's 15 people eventually it gets to a point where like 14 people can control themselves and there's yeah. one and you just hear like a squeak and you lose mm-hmm. it and it was we've talked about the one where it's livia's funeral and aida janice plays this like song from like Rodgers and Hammerstein, like Carousel or something. And we're supposed to be uncomfortable and it's supposed to be kind of funny, but we just couldn't stop laughing like at all. And most of the time, if I was with Robert, I, I would get a case of the giggles at some point. Yeah. 
we were constantly but if they would let us watch that man i would do whatever if they were like we want to make it a dvd yeah i don't need any piece of it i don't need to be paid just sit me there with Amy Lee and yeah. a bunch of us and let us watch. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if we smoked a joint and got to watch like an hour of our bloopers? That's like uh, HBO's. That would be their number one show. I would watch <laughs> right three, three hours of it. And you think it I'm was... joking. That would be that. I would I watch that I think it would before kill it. I would watch the real show. Amy Lee, that's we got to figure out footage. how how do we get the blooper? If we could get the bloopers and that's the, the show is us watching the bloopers stoned. Oh my God, Yami Lee! Someone out there. Do you, you know two and Action this? Bronson doing it? Yeah, oh, Action Bronson could host it. Like a super it. fan, me, Robin, a super fan. Um, that sounds great. Yeah, so we good. Gotta, and then another thing. Speaking of laughing, I want to know: Did you cry doing your last scene? He's talking about The Sopranos. Yeah, when it was over, did I you didn't cry? cry doing my last scene, but you were there. I cried when they said it was a picture wrap on me on Silver Cup set. It was you, me, and Jim. Because they were like, okay, one more take. And I remember being like, oh, like, why, why are we doing another take of me like walking in a door? And I walked back out to like where my entrance was. And the whole crew was standing there just clapping, like looking at me clapping. And David Chase, I come down and I just, I remember just bawling and all I could like utter was the words, thank you. Cause it's all I was feeling in the moment was just so grateful. Um, but I, so I hysterically cried that day, but the truly last shot I ever did was me running into Holston's, but no one else was there. I was the only one. And it was like a skeleton crew. And so it didn't feel like, my last moment the way the other one did. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that was the last time you ran physically, you said. Mm-hmm. Guess what? My brother got engaged. Your brother got Sound engaged. It was a pretty picture. Did you man the, uh, man the what's it called? The drone. The, yeah. The drone? Um, and they listened to this podcast, so I want to say congrats. Congratulations. To congratulations. And my soon-to-be sister-in-law, Kate Kaufman. Um... Give her address while you're at it. Jesus. Kate Gariba. Kate Gariba. Oof. Wow. I feel bad for her and her whole family. Um, We finally finally snuck a white in there, huh? We are destroying this Aryan race with one marriage at a time. Yeah. We're muddying it up. So um, I don't know. I would like to hear basically how you were proposed to, Jamie, but I'll tell you kind of how it went for my brother. Sure. My my brother, who's been a goddamn wreck for the last <laughs> few months, you know, ever since he uh, got the ring, it's been a, a, a whole ordeal. And um, he's a very anxious guy in general, but like, you know, this extra bit of anxiety, like just even little things like where does he keep the ring so she doesn't find it um, yeah. and so he doesn't lose it. And there's there's all sorts of things that come along with like, with what should be the happiest day of your life, you know, besides getting married. And, uh, it was, it was a lot of planning. We would, we did drives like to find out where he would pop the knee. You know, we, we ended up doing it. We, I mean, it was, we, we, we ended up doing this in Palos Verdes and it's like, um, it's, if you've never been, it's like 40 minutes South of Culver city and if that helps it's like right on the coast and it feels like it's in a completely different it doesn't feel like it's close to los angeles at all it's just like really beautiful it's like almost like san diego like la jolla or something 
Mm-hmm. And there's cliffs, you know, and just parks that are like on cliffs. And you can essentially, um, there's so many so of them. So many you, spots to propose. In. So many. And so we found one and like my buddy, John, for those of you that wa- used to watch my videos, John Na, who used to film him, he filmed the whole thing. My buddy, Tyler, who I've made videos with, he's a photographer. I was on the drone. So for like two, three weeks before this was going down, I was practicing drone flying because my brother got me a drone for Christmas, but I didn't know how to use it, didn't know what to do. Um, and so we, we, we like really overcomplicated it, but uh, it went off without a hitch. She like knew, you know, and this is what kind of what I want to ask you. She kind of had, she gave my brother like a 30 day sort of window of when she'd like to be proposed to. Oh, and we were it. like, we were on like day 29. So she, she <laughs> really knew exactly within two days when it was going to happen. He should have done it on 31. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, it really, um, you know, I don't give a shit if a person is surprised or not surprised. I just wanted to be like, I wanted it to be exactly what she wanted. And it's like, I think that's how it went down. And then afterwards, um, we had a party in my yard and her family and my family was there and some of our friends were there. Um, and it was like a completely magical evening. We got a great sort of like uh, photo session as the sun was coming down on the cliff and it was it was all that. But um, my question to you is, and, and Caitlin, please don't take offense to this, but is it normal for women to have that much? She like knew it was going down, you know, like when they got out of the mm-hmm. car, it's like, it was like 60 degrees, but she's like in like a, a, a little dress. She looked fantastic, by the mm-hmm. way, stunning. But like a regular person would have had a, a jacket or like a something on, you know? So like, is that, is that, normal for girls to kind of have a heads up and be prepared does that take away from the romance of it what are your thoughts like how did it happen for you i didn't know you didn't know did not uh well i was pregnant already um so Uh, i I got pregnant but i mean he we were already moved into a house together like we knew we wanted to start a future we were pregnant Um, so I guess in a way I knew it was coming. I just didn't know how or when or wasn't necessarily expecting it. And I know now that he had planned like this, he was going to decorate our whole like backyard with, you know, stuff and have my girlfriends take me out for the day and spoil me and then bring me back and everything was going to be set up. And it turned out it was like one of those like rainy days for like days in LA and I got the flu and I was so I was at the tail end of it I was really sick and my girlfriends had like written me that morning be like are you think you're down for shopping today I was like fuck no like I'm so tired guys I love you like no thank you though and then later that afternoon my friend Lindsay kept being like I really want you to come and just like can I pick you up really fast and just come over I want you to see how I made the nursery for bear it because we were pregnant at the same time she's like I want your input and I remember just feeling so flattered that because she's so good at interior design that she wanted my opinion (laughs) that I was like sure she's like I'll come pick you up I'll bring you back home so I went with her and then when I came home um and she acted totally normal nothing was weird when I came home and I got in the door all the lights were out 
and there were little votive candles and we had no furniture in our house at the time. Votive candles like leading to this little, do you remember my tiny little first house? Rob, you were there. Yeah. So like down like to the kitchen and, um, and maybe I'm going to reenact it right now. Uh, and hit it cutter. (laughs) And cutter was, uh, stand like the rose petals led to him and he was sticks on his knee with a ring and he had set up, I didn't know an iPad that recorded the whole thing. And I was in like a oversized hoodie and like sweatpants and Uggs, like not obviously not prepared for that. Um, And he said, you know, sweet things. And, and that was that. And we have it on video on my, on my iPad, but it was simple and perfect and just us. I'm not one for, elaborate things because I think they feel less personal um, for moments like that. I think maybe because so much of my life because of what I do for a living and what I've done has felt like out there. Like I like smaller moments. Yeah. Was he like, uh, what's up, bro? Like you want to make this like every day? (laughs) That was like, that was emo cutter. When I first met cutter, he was super emo. He would write me poetry (laughs) all the time. Oh, Um, can we get one of those read on the pod? Please tell me you have deep and find it. We used to give each other cards for my birthday. He made me a scrapbook of all the cards we had given each other for the year. Cutter. Um, Oh man. He was working for it. huh? emo. I don't know that guy. No, not here anymore. You know, my friend, my friend Mark, uh, recently proposed to his now fiance. Yeah. And what happened was he set it all up perfectly. It was during Corona too. So it was like extra hard. He got, like you said, he got one of her friends come pick her up and like take her for a day somewhere. This, that he's setting everything up candles, like all the flowers you've ever seen in the world, like a photographer, (laughs) this, uh, everything and on her way home she checked the security cameras and she saw all of it oh why did she do that because she just like out of like instinct you know it was like oh where are the kids or like because she has like they have a pool in the backyard or whatever so like i guess she just out of uh instincts like you know like how Cassim goes to tinder she just went to right right the security app I don't use Tinder. It's Bumble. Bumble, yeah, and just snap could saw like the heart in white flowers in the backyard and like all oh. the stuff. Dang, <laughs> totally. that's kind of funny. She probably was felt so bad when she saw it. I'm sure. Well, yeah. also slash excited. Yeah, well, she congrats was. Congrats to Mark. Yeah, congrats. Well, good for Mark and congrats to them. Sounds uh, like he really put Omar, in the effort Caitlin, for it. You know, yeah, it's gonna be. Um, it's going to be nice having, I've never had a sister, you know, as you, you know, it's never too late, you know, so it's, uh, it's great. You know, it's never too late to get a sister. And, uh, I thought that's what I, thought that's what I was to you. Oh, she's just, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, but legally we haven't made it like official. Right. You know? And you I'd can't like, probably talk to her the way you talk to me. No, I, yeah, there's look, Caitlin, we've got some bonding to do over the next few months. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I really know what to get your dad for Father's Day because mm. everybody hits me up around Father's Day asking for a code or who I know because I might be sleeping with somebody that works there. But you guys, 
there's really not many greater gifts to give a dad than a Theragun. Am I right? Absolutely. Look, uh, use it for Father's Day, but you can also be selfish. There's a there's one of those things that you should have for yourself. If you work mm-hmm. out or if you don't work out. When I uh, hit the gym, I used to roll out on one of those very bumpy rollers. And, and you kind of hurt other parts of your body while you're rolling out in one part, right? It's, it's super painful, um, but I get the same effect with the uh, uh, Theragun. Yeah. I have a Theragun Pro, and I just... I go up and down and it stimulates and warms up and loosens my muscles. I do it before and after a workout and um, they make all kinds of different ones. They make ones for travel. They Mm -hmm. make them uh, minis, minis, different attachments uh, that you can put on for different parts of the body. That's right. I really enjoy my Theragun. It's handheld percussive therapy. So it just releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed and power. And it's also as quiet as a toothbrush. I am super into Cobra Kai right now and Cutter and I just Theragun ourselves while watching it and can hear every word. It's the best. So try Theragun for 30 days. There is no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash pajama right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash pajama. Pajama. Theragun.com slash pajama. <laughs> do we have wedding plans already? They, sh- I think they want to do it like next spring. Great. And, and she, the next day, went out wedding dress shopping. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The next day. <gasps> she just not wasting any time. That's what I like about her. She really, she, she really knows what she wants and she gets yeah. it done. Love it. And she's really kind of forced my brother like me and my family were very much like yeah well i guess we'll we we don't really ever have hard plans about anything which is yeah. which is like something that is like our gift and our curse like we can go with the flow with a lot of stuff but like we generally don't make things happen you know mm-hmm. uh <laughs> i love that i'm like that sounds like a great yeah uh so this is like kind of given him you know i've seen a lot of like of these things that uh, he's learned recently, like getting things together, call, he really worked hard on getting all her friends and family there and like working out the plan. And um, it's it was very nice to see all that kind of come together on That's great. such a wonderful evening. And it like it was like the first time my parents, maybe the second time my parents have been out of the house and you know, over a year. So, um, and my ex uh, helped set it up. Uh, Lindsay, she's such a, cool job she like built this thing that said you know will you marry me and there was like a light box that said yes or no and like the yes lit up you know and uh can we insert some photos right here can gabby do that uh sure yeah here's some photos i'll send gabby some photos and, and here's a photo <laughs> you and, look stoked dude yeah so cool <laughs> uh, i just have to remember if I, if I i i took a couple i took a bunch from the actual like proposal site which i think is cool and uh, yeah, so congrats to them, and um, you know, love is in the air for sure. Yes. Except, you know, not here, for you. not here, but for them, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. It's good. Mm-hmm. But not here though, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, how I, are you? Sorry to bring up a sore subject. How are you proposed to Numero Uno? Oh well, that was like I knew it was coming. We brought it down with us, so like we were going on a vacation, and he was like trying to plan when to do it with me. Just for the story. 
Of course. Do you know what yeah. I mean? To be like, this is how we're going to tell people we did it. We were snorkeling or whatever. Ah, uh, you opened up a clam. Yeah. And like, <laughs> speaking of clams, I was about to eat it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. The uh, Yami Lee, you said last week uh, you're big like eat after sex person. You said that before too. What's your go to food after sex? I'm guessing like chocolate. Dessert, yeah, chocolate, yeah. What yeah. do you give me? Can you give me a list of a couple things that it's like? Oh, well, if you see me like eating this hand- in the kitchen, <laughs> it means. <laughs> or if you see me awake past like 10 p.m., <laughs> I'm definitely just at sex. Or yeah, it's usually like I always have like little chocolates, like you know, like mini things of things. So I usually just I somehow think I'm like rationing myself if I take like a little cup and just fill that cup with it, and I'm not going to just sit with the bag. So I'll have like you know. Seven, Seven or eight, eight of them, chocolate, chocolate mini things, things and uh, just, just go to town. They should make my those, like, those Kinder surprise eggs, you know? It's like right. It's a plastic egg covered in chocolate on the inside should just be like a condom. Oh, mm. Even better. Yeah, we got a lot of ideas this pod. <laughs> this is the idea pod. This is. Uh, yeah, we this should is have what this it one's called. Um, I got some emails that okay. we have. I also do want to plug, I was on... Um, my buddy Ari Manis's podcast. He's uh, a stand-up. Um, he's uh, super funny, and it's called Unlicensed Therapy. If you guys want to hear uh, me and Ari name. talk, yeah, it's great. Uh, he had a. We found out he had an incredible UFO encounter, and so um, listen to that. It's up on YouTube and it's on iTunes. Teasing. Unlicensed Therapy with Ari Manis. Yes. Um, all right, so let's get into some some mail here, huh? Let's do it. Jamie, I think we should start to, once Kasim says we've got some email, I think we should start to be quiet until he pulls up the first email. Just, we shouldn't give him anything. I think I just want to see how long it takes him to get from, okay. from A to B. Sure. Okay. This used to be Bryce's <laughs> job, you know? <laughs> um, speaking of the name of the pod, this one uh, says, hey, Jamie, Robert, Kasim, I just wanted to ask y'all who came up with the name Pajama Pants for the pod and what does it represent? Love you all. Fun fact, my birthday is just three days after Rob's. Team Pisces. Well, Rob came up with it. Yeah, we might have answered this to, but yeah. before, but does it represent anything? Bryce did better at this. He, w- he wouldn't read sure. emails that um, we've already... Sorry. So uh, I'll let I'll email that better. person back and tell them to never email us. Yeah, do better. Yeah, listen to every episode. Maybe there's like people that haven't listened to those older episodes and they would like to know why our podcast is named Pajama. If Casim put the care into these emails, fu- funneling them, whatever, going through them, that he does. No, to, I like funneling them. That, <laughs> that that he does to his coffee. Yeah, we'd be the number one pod. Yeah, on YouTube. You've never seen anyone make a pour over coffee before? I've never seen, no, I've never seen. Cutter does that. Yeah. But not only did he make that, he, we were sitting here like getting stuff ready and he goes, I'd like you to come with me to the kitchen. (laughs) And I said, okay. And then we stood there and I watched him. He put the water in the thing. He heated it up. He grinds the coffee beans. This stuff. What a process. It was beautiful though. It was, it was amazing to watch. I know it makes him happy. I loved it, but I just, yeah. It it puts me in a good mood. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Um, thank you. <laughs> Love you, babe. This one's, uh, this one's, this one's got a point of view. Okay. It says, dear PJ pants crew. Hey y'all. 
I'm writing in to welcome the move to Austin, a.k.a. Little California. So many of my favorite podcasters and comedians are coming through Texas, and I'm digging it. But for the love of God, please leave Cali driving skills there. I'm a truck driver, and I can't tell you how many times I've had to burn brakes after being cut off and look down and see a California license plate. Since Big Rona happened, there's been a huge spike of people seeking a new place to call home, which I can totally understand. But good Lord, please leave that those bad driving habits there. So many people ignore the fact trucks can't stop on a dime and their stupid split-minute decision could potentially be their last. I'm 27. I've seen more body bags and mangled cars than I care to count. So please spread the word. I want you to live, LOL. Y'all genuinely entertain me while I'm rolling through I-35 and enjoy the back and forth between y'all and the way Robin Kasim makes the girls cringe. It's fucking great. Mm -hmm. Keep them coming. Also, I was stoked to hear y'all had finally got merch. I'm getting the hat, but there's no fat man friendly hoodies. I'm a thick old truck driver, and I'm trying to represent during the winter your homie Fonzo. P.S. I don't proofread. Take that as you will. Great, because we don't read well either. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Fonzo. Fonzo. What a name, Fonzo. That's also my favorite character on The Sopranos. Oh, Fonzo. Yeah, yeah Fonzo. Little Fonz. Uh, Big Segretti. Uh, Salazar, Big Joey, Suit, <laughs> Joey Suitcases. Um, what do you think about that? Because like, when I think about people, California drivers, I'd like to think that we drive better than most other states because we do it so much. But um, he may have a point, you know what I mean? Because we generally uh, do ag- more aggressively drive. So, you know, maybe... Well, I notice people don't honk here. What do they do? They're just they nice just, to let you go They in. deal with it, yeah. Mm. I had to honk today for the first time, and Jack was like startled. He unheard him, so he's like, "Why'd you honk, mommy?" Dude, don't honk in well, Austin, dude. Well, this, this guy what, just this turned what and like talking about. he turned and like didn't turn into the right lane. He turned all the way into mine, and I'm like, "Dude, what are you doing? You're turning into oncoming traffic. You can't just yeah. take up the whole fucking road." Right. Um, but Cutter has mentioned that he's found himself having to restrain. He loves to hold on the horn, and he's yeah. had to restrain himself because people don't do that here. Yeah, it is something, you know, especially in New York where the cab drivers, it's it's part of like the, it's part of the sound of the landscape. The, uh, uh, you know, it's uh-huh. always, it's, a, it's, uh, uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was nice. Uh, wow. And so I imagine that people aren't really used to it. Like in LA, there's honking, not as much as New York, but there's, there is honking. And I got to imagine just in those cities, there's so much uh, traffic that, Outside of here, people generally consider it rude, you know, yeah. to do. But look, this goes for anywhere you live. Uh, Semi trucks, truck drivers, they need room and um, they can't stop quick. And so just like don't be careful. Like when you're trying to get in front of one, you get leave them a ton of space. No one likes one of those guys that just like cuts off and slams on the brakes. You're going to kill somebody. And uh, we need listeners, so we need as many bodies out there as possible. And let's make a let's make a sweatshirt for our boy. Yeah. Oh, um, as far as a merch uh, update goes, look, we we're I think sold out of just about everything. We have some hats left, but that is a good note. If there are uh, many of you out there listening that feel like you need bigger than a what do we have a XL? XL, I think. Yeah. If you need bigger than an XL, um, please voice it so we can make sure that we get a few of those. Um, and leave it in the comments or send us a message on Instagram or something. You guys, I way. think it's time for me to like, no, 
Yeah, oh, please don't. All people say is how young you look and how good you Yay, look. Jamie Lee, how are you 40? I just I thought you were 18. I think it's time. I'm looking Yay, at myself Lee, right please, now. I should have I would... you. And I'm just thinking, it's just, I would just, I just want this. Yami Lee, so I would be so just a little bit, just a little bit, like the baby, the baby Botox, right? No, Yami Lee. Baby? Once you start, then yeah. you should, should starts to sag more and more. You have too many like celebrity friends that probably do it. It sags and, after you do it. It's not good because the, old, the older you get, the more work you. It would be like if I said like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go take one Percocet." Like it's it's not gonna work. It's Yami like getting Lee. just. But one I will tattoo. never touch filler. I'm not gonna fill anything. I just want no, to dude. Beep. No, Yemi Lee, you look. What was the first thing I said to you when this podcast started? That it's the ring, it's the baby ring light that I have because I'm sitting in a room that goes dark out of nowhere. But you have that every week, and I said this week you look extra young. You look so young, Yemi Lee. Please don't do it. It's, it's such ring. a I'm bad. You. Wait till I send you a picture of me in my bathroom lighting. You're in control of your own body, um, and our opinion as men does not matter. But if Thank you, you do it, we will we will not be happy, and that's all that you should care about. <laughs> yeah, we quit the pod. But it's just like I just want a little bit what um uh, as a female driver do you ever get like hit on or like you you're driving and like you look to the left or right and there's a dude who's like clearly trying to be like hey i don't think i've i can't remember the last time i've looked around anywhere when i'm driving i just feel okay like yeah always... it's 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 time for the facelift then right that's right <laughs> i think yeah, yeah. Not happening. i get it you know because you should be getting hit on at least two three I times never a week get hit on. i get mammed the fuck out of my every day in Texas now, I'm a full-on ma'am. Ma'am. Um, yeah, no, that's cool. Little, that's kind of nice. Let me ask you this: uh, Have you ever walked um, by somebody who was masturbating in their car, like in a parking lot or something? Mm, I've never done. I, I know no. I'm asking it like I've done it or I like to do it. I've never, no. never attempted this. I thought you were gonna tell her like it wasn't a coincidence. No, like, it's just I see it on the porn on porn sites a lot. It's like something mm. that guys uh, do, but I always wondered like have. Do women have a different experience? Because I've never walked by a man or a woman doing it. Have you ever mm -hmm. had a weird experience like that? Good. No. Not that I know of. I didn't catch no, it. No, I remember when we used to hang out in the park, there would be times where like it'd be 1 a.m. and you make like a turn down because there were these long rows of benches and like sometimes there were all these different spots we would hang out. And if we're hanging out at one, it was like, yo, you want to go see what's going on by like the checkerboards or whatever? And we'd be like, all right. And we'd walk over there to like change or like the cops would come and you need to change where you were. And sometimes you would see like two, it would look like, oh, there's one like really fat person up there. And then the closer you got, you realize it was somebody sitting on someone's lap, like right. you know, naked and they were, yeah, you saw a lot, I saw a lot of people having sex and I've seen it. I've seen it in cars a couple of times. I saw it recently, actually, oh. where I saw like there Tell was me. some stuff going on in a car. But I, I didn't do the full like get up in there and look because it was like right to my left when I was walking down the street. Where? Wow. And there was like some shit just in L.A. There's really? got to be. I just think there should. There's more of this going on than we think. I think there's a lot of exhibitionists. There's a lot of couples that are trying to spice it up. It's probably happening more than we think. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, I see. I think it's more out of necessity than out of like voyeurism. Like, because anytime yeah, I had sex in a I car, know, yeah, same. They were yeah, hiding it, was, it or having to just necessity. nowhere else to go. Yeah, like I when I was living with. My mom still, I, there were certain like older oh. ladies who would come pick me up in their car who lived in like Jersey or something maybe and <laughs> oh. they would be like, oh, and we would just park somewhere yeah, and kind of. That's a good point. I also got to imagine that like if I drove like a, a really tall vehicle on the freeway, I would have a different vantage point, you know, and I might sure. see more. I might see more. I'm just in you like You guys are looking around car. a lot while you're driving. 
I, I, my eyes are on the road. I'm always scanning. Always, I'm I don't need to, to look at experience for, for <laughs> my passenger and I'm always scanning. I'm always trying to make sure everything's safe. And yeah, I got to know where I need to know at any moment. If somebody cuts me off, I have room back here to go or I got a right. spot open here. It's just the kind of guy I am. Yeah, he's driving around Cali drivers all the time. He's got to be prepared. Like uh, Fonzo said. Uh, thanks for that email. Here's another one. This one says, hey, Jam fam. Jake here again with another question for y'all. On one of the newer episodes, you mentioned crypto, and Rob stated he invested in Bitcoin in 2017. I'm an avid crypto investor, and I was curious, what other coin Rob holds? Do you do short-term investing, or are you one to hold onto the coin forever? It was surprising to me that Rob was the crypto guy, and Cass, I'm not knowing anything about it. Mm -hmm. Get on the crypto train. Does Jamie invest in crypto or anything else? Also, Jamie, what a do, baby? Again? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and that one's from Jake, Jake. Cherry, Cherry Grove. Grove. Now, I, I wanted to bring that up because, uh, yeah, you've been on this crypto thing and maybe we should get an update and what you know about crypto. Listen, what I don't you know, know shit. About? Well, I don't know shit. I just know. You're trying to I, get me in it, dude. I was telling Kasim for, for a while he should get into the crypto game. I got Joey Perino into the crypto game. Shout out to Joey Perino. Uh, I just think it's good. What other coins do I have? I have like Ethereum and Litecoin. I'm, I'm big on Ethereum, but again, we have to always say this. It's like, we're not financial investors. Don't listen to us. We know nothing. Like, but uh, yeah, I have a couple of other, what is um, Stellar Lumen? Like I just got some stuff where I'm like, I'm a hold on to it forever kind of guy. I want Bitcoin uh -huh. and Ethereum to just go to the moon and I want it to be one of those things. But I never invested any money into it that if I lost, it would um, affect my life. Like I just, you know. That's good advice. I hear there's a dip right now. Is that still happening? Yeah, right now there's a little dip, but it was really just like, there was a fast blast off and it was just, they're saying it was a correction, this again. I'm not somebody to listen to, but this guy also says, just throwing it out there, I'm a music producer, semi-successful. Well, <laughs> you listen to the right pod. With over 2 million streams collectively. I go by Cherry Grove. If y'all ever need some original music for free, of course, just hit me up. Anyways, peace and love to the Jam Fam from Jake yeah, yeah. Cherry Grove. Jam Fam. Thanks, Cherry Grove. If you guys, uh, that's a lot of streams. Uh, I'd say that's more than semi-successful, so very cool. Everyone check out Cherry Grove. And um, if you need us to pimp out any of your businesses, please email us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, okay, last question, and this one's kind of a long one, and God, God help us all, I have to read it, okay? Hi, Rob, Jamie, and Cass. Joseph here, huge fan of my Sopranos babies in the OG Cassim. I have a question for all three of you regarding relationships and would really appreciate your perspectives. For context, I'm now 30 years old, and I've recently grown out of my experimentation phase and learned what I want out of relationships. This said, I have a concern that is making me increasingly wary of dating and even thinking about future commitments and relationships. My concern is, I feel as, all, as if all relationships are temporary and it is just a matter of time before they end. My biggest fear is that I would invest all my time and youth into a relationship with someone only for one of us to eventually grow bored and move on or betray the other person. And by bored, I mean anything that could cause either of us to become disinterested or look elsewhere. I mentioned myself also because I realized humans can't control their emotions and feelings at times, and I can't predict the future, even though I would do my best to avoid a situation where I could ever lose interest. This conflicts with the kind of relationship that I want. 
which is one where I can consider the person family and my best friend who will be there for me for the rest of my life. I understand that risks are necessary and I have been willing to take a chance, but I feel more and more that people cannot be relied upon. What do you all think? Do you believe the vast majority of dedicated relationships are ultimately temporary and destined to end? How do you get over any fears you may have of getting hurt, wasting years of your life on someone, or possibly even hurting someone else in a relationship? Thank you all. Appreciate your time and thoughts. Love, Rob. <laughs> your <laughs> lifelong fan, Joe. Um, oh. Joseph. Joseph. Can Joe Perino doesn't doesn't like when you call him Joey. You gotta you gotta go Joseph. Gotta He's go saying Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. It's a it's a big deal. Uh, Joseph, thank you so much for the email. Yeah, Jamie, go ahead. I think everyone's right. I think they're all right. I mean, I think I think you're putting a lot of judgment and a lot of um, just expectation or or whatever on the future right now. You haven't even met the person that you would maybe potentially want to spend the rest of your life with. So you don't know how you're going to feel. And we're all when we're all coming out of heartbreak, we feel like we wasted time. We can feel like we're, it's hopeless. We're helpless. We're, you know, all of those things. And all of those things are true in that moment. But I, I can say as somebody that's been in many different relationships and had, had two marriages, um, you know, I, I wouldn't regret anything. I can see how I'm a different person for me, like what, why monogamy works for me and my marriage and relationship and why I, like the idea of it is because, and we talked about this, is that, you know, Cutter and I um, have had lulls and we come out of it and we've done it enough times that now I know that because in the end of the day, he's still always the person that I choose. Like he's the person that I feel the safest with. He's the person that I has seen all of the sides of me and I know he still loves me. And um it's really hard to find that safety. It's really hard to find that person that you can be so transparent with, you know, like I, t tonight I had like a freak out as far as like with our family, our kids just like drove me crazy. And like, I just had to walk out of the car and he's had those moments and I've had those moments. And I didn't for once think like he was judging me for it or thinking any less of me. And I know he doesn't feel the same. Like, we're just, we allow each other to be all of the things. And that's why I want to stay in this relationship because that's something I'm proud of all this time that we've, we've been together almost 10 years and all the different versions of ourselves. And we, we've sought through and like, it's kind of cool to look at somebody and, you know, reminisce about every, like with an old friend that you have or, or family of just like what we've been through and all the different phases and how we've helped each other kind of get through it. And, and so that's why monogamy to me is, and, and a long marriage and what I'm hoping to have is, is not only just romantic, but like almost a necessity for me and like getting through life. Well said, Emily. Thanks. I think uh, not to be too morbid, but also like, I don't, we're all going to die one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when this guy says like, I don't want to waste my time and my youth in a relationship. It's like, if you're having a great time with that person in the moment, is it really a waste if that person doesn't right. turn out to be the person who you stay with forever, which is not a real thing? And I mean, you know, it's just, uh, I, I don't, I can look back at relationships that I've had 
uh, that are over, and I don't feel like it was a waste. You know, I, I, I think wouldn't want to have met Cutter, by the way, when I was in my 20s. Like, right, our, yeah. we wouldn't be married. I was a different girl then. Yeah. If I settled down when I was 24, I would be so miserable right now because it would have been a fiery car crash of an ending for <laughs> whatever that... Because what the type of girl I was into when I was 24 is not what I'm looking for now. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> fuck. Uh, Tell him, babe. You know you what do I do see, I, You do see you do see the best couples counselor like on the planet. So I feel like you've got to have I do, some yeah, insight yeah. for this. I have great insight, and I, I can never really apply it to my own life. But here's here's what I will say. Reading Joseph's question, you mentioned Joseph that you um, have grown out of your experimentation phase. And you've learned a lot of what you want out of a relationship, mm-hmm. which I think is huge. It's key. Like when you're dating in your, you know, fucking early uh, 20s, mid 20s, you're just like throwing a bunch of spaghetti on the wall and seeing what sticks and being like, oh, like, I don't like that part. Like, oh, I got to, you know, there's there's good to know that you uh, have, you know, certain things that you need and certain things that you don't tolerate. And certain things that you don't do that are great either that you can work on. So once you know those things, you should, every new relationship that you you move into, it should be quicker for you to figure out this person is or isn't going to work for you. But since you have this list of things that you know you want or, or know that you need. And that list of things, by the way, will change. And, and you shouldn't ever feel like the person, um, you shouldn't feel like you have to, take away half of those every time you meet somebody and like, you know, maybe this will be different. You should have your list and know that those are things that you want. And if for some reason you don't get those things out of a relationship, the part that I have the most trouble with is like walking away from that and and knowing that this person isn't going to meet my needs, but then, you know, but, but I hang on to the things that I do like, you know, as opposed to not paying attention to the things that aren't working. Is part of that um, also not trusting yourself and like your decisions? Totally. Because, you know, especially since getting sober, I question a lot, you're, you know, every decision I've ever made. And I also think about when, like, if my ex-girlfriends listen to this and they go like, yeah, dude, like this guy is like, I can't, they can't even understand how I would even be able to speak to a relationship correctly. But I think within the last few years since getting sober, faced with like very many uh like hard truths about the way i am or the way i used to be and so i I think i have a little more of an objective point of view about how i operate but um yeah i don't have like a real great sense of uh my decisions always being right you know because i've spent more I've, i've been sober for a few years but i've spent most of my life making these types of decisions and now that i'm sober they're different but like i don't have full trust in myself and so it's like an, a correction that's kind of being made and yeah. um every relationship that i go in and maybe joseph you should think about it this way you're taking a piece of information and you're like becoming smarter emotionally about the things that work for you and not but if you never open yourself up to being hurt um then you're you won't ever find that thing and and the part about like you're 
I totally understand like about the part of your partner get, becoming disinterested or like after a while, the relationship ending or that's when they say relationships take work. The work is like the maintenance, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, there, there are going to be lulls like Jamie says, where you don't, things aren't going great or like work is maybe just getting in the way. And all those things are getting uh, in front of what used to be, you know, uh, your relationship used to be very active and maintaining it. So th give yourself an opportunity to recognize when things aren't going great, but like come back and like work on the maintenance and let go when it isn't working. Cass. <laughs> that was wonderful, babe. You should watch this pod this week. I'm going to watch this pod. Yeah. Maybe with some headphones on and really, really give it a nice listen. Um, yeah, so you know, there's a lot going on in my life right now, <laughs> but mainly there's a lot of UFO stuff going on out there. Tell them, tell them next week, Amy Lee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, 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 we owe you. I, I, I am down. If do. you're not interested, you're, you know I just what? got, I, you, I got like two thousand comments about it, like maybe three thousand. I think, I you think you were during the day. Otherwise, I think, go. Sorry. I, I think UFOs are our Matt Damon. You know, yeah, like we how we never get to it. Yeah, Jimmy yes. Kimmel was always like, "Oh, tomorrow we're gonna." It's like, yeah, in the next episode, we're gonna do a deep dive on on UFOs. I see you guys that send me comments in my uh, inbox. That's about, gonna be like, your podcast. Yeah. No, no. When, whenever you want to do it, we're we're ready, babe. You, we, yeah. we we chunk out a nice segment, but you can't. You when Jamie's falling asleep, and you can't hit us with yeah. You can't. Well, my kids it. start camp next week, and I'm gonna like have a life again. Are they sleep but away, either of them? Oh, no. Mm, sorry. No. I, got a, I got a new game for us that I want us to play, what? which is the who has had sex with more people game. And then we name. Yeah, I lose. No, no, no. Not, not between us three. Oh, <laughs> Obviously, God. it's Jamie. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about like we pick people and then we say who we think. Oh, has I like had, this game. Who do you think has had more sex with more people, your mom or your dad? My dad. Dad. Yeah? And you think it's like by... Uh, oh, yeah. You're, He's you're, a Middle Eastern man that grew up in like the 60s, you know? So it's like they had a lot more... They slay? No, they just had like w women's rights wasn't necessarily a thing. Right. Mm, who's driven Still more cars? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you or your, mo yeah. your mom or your dad? <laughs> who's allowed to have walked uh, alone in public more? <laughs> yeah. Who's had less rocks thrown at them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my dad, my dad's Ian. Uh, yeah, maybe we should tell your brother only listen to the first half of the of the <laughs> pod. So your mom, your dad. Okay, Jamie, you said your dad. Yeah, for sure. Uh yeah, that's for me. I yeah, I'd probably say my dad. What about this, Yami Lee? You, your mom, or your dad? Oh, me. Ooh, give a little uh, look into Yami Lee's I don't lives. know. Well, my parents were married at 24. I don't know how my, busy my dad was. I don't know much about teenage Steve. I don't, I don't want to say that maybe they've been on and off at times. Maybe I don't know what the answer to any of this is, but do you think your dad has not had sex with another woman since he was 24? Mm, no. <laughs> <So> uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't. I just maybe his number didn't end at twenty four. I don't know. I don't know if there have been years of separation. I don't I know. No, what's not, on no, no. You never know. You never know what's going on. Uh, Kasim, obviously, you think you've had more sex with more guys than your dad, right? 
I have not had more sex with guys. <laughs> than you know, guys. You've definitely, you you've definitely had more sex with guys than your dad and your mom, <laughs> for sure, dude. I have not had more sex with guys. There's nothing wrong with that. Have you, yeah, nothing. Have uh, what I meant was, have you, do you think you've had more sex than your mom or your dad? I don't know, dude. I I saw a photo of my dad. Um, from the 70s and was he pretty he was, hot he was wearing like this velour like some sort of like almost velvet suit with like the big old collar and a deep v and then just he had covered a in cum <laughs> yeah. uh, and he had a chain that had Sexy. it was a gold chain with a gold razor blade fuck yeah what <laughs> Yeah, bro right. we gotta get that that's that can that be the photo for our next pod on instagram i asked my dad i'm like dad what the fuck is up with this like did you do cocaine what was yes what, why did and he Hell said yeah no, he did never uh-uh did not buying it i don't know ripping man. heaters and snorting he would be honest with me i just like I, maybe chicks. it was one of those things that they saw american people doing and then they like took it and made no. it their their no. thing right he was watching scarface with subtitles he did. Yeah, that's right. It was a no. gold razor blade on a gold chain necklace. Like, hell what, no. What kind of shit is that, Dad? The, so, the, the game should be who's done more coke, me or your father. Right, right. Oh. I think it's. I think it's close. So this game could go on forever. Yeah, I don't know. He's. I think he had quite a a, uh, a a nice run before he met my mom. But um, and I don't have a ton. I don't have a ton under my belt, you know what I mean? But I probably have more. I probably have more, I'd say. What are, Yami Lee, who do you think uh, has had sex with more people, you or your husband? Oh, that's I think a we're good e- one. I think we're equal. I also met him young. Oh, was, yeah. Speaking of, that's a 24. Smart. Was that also 24? 22. 22. Jesus Christ, Yami Lee. And I Oof. believe that I'm the last person he's had sex with. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, Kasim, you or your ex? Uh, uh, probably my ex has had more. Good for Ooh. her. Good. You gotta be, you gotta get out there. You know, you gotta figure out, you gotta figure out who you are. And she's not even famous. Well, she no. wasn't. No. It's coming. Not yet, but check out her new show on Discovery I saw it Plus. the other day. I was literally watching TV and I was like, oh. Look who it is! Yeah, the pilot's out there. Um, it was and, great. Uh, it was really yeah, cute. you guys can you guys can watch it. It's uh, it's called uh, Friends, and uh, <laughs> I think it has a future. You know, and Jennifer uh, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, I wish you the best of luck in your new new life. Love yeah, time. every that's every girl's. They usually go from Brad Pitt to Casim G. Yeah, um, it's the yeah. usual. That old you story. You're all right, babe. It's fine. You okay? It's all right. What's going on? Uh, this is a safe space. I just don't. Everything's cool. Do you need? I think. I think he needs sex. Yeah. Is that what's going on with you? I think yeah. you're losing your. I, well, look. I I think the good thing is happening since I'm not getting it. I'm not thinking about it as much, and and like that energy is being spent on um, UFO research, video mm. games, and comic book sales. You know. So you're and, bettering and, yourself. Every step of the way, I have become better. Uh, become better. Still, you know, there's, a, there's, a, I've, I'm isolating more for sure. Recently. That's okay. 
Everyone needs well, some hibernation time. It's all good. It's fine. We're about to hit the studio at G4, um, and so I'm uh, got a lot of. I got to commute. Who do you think has had sex with more people, you or George? Oh, I don't know, dude. George, I feel like is one of these guys that has take like he's taken sex from you know he's, he's forced like a himself sleeper. upon yeah. <laughs> he's forced himself upon many women, you know. Yeah. So there's there's no way to know. I just there might be a shot of fucking boogers not, just coming out of my nose on that one. Gabby, make sure you wow Slow find it, that. slow it, and zoom in. <laughs> he's we miss you, Gabs. Miss you. Yeah, we miss. She was gonna be next, but it looks like we're running out of time, huh? In this this little game, she was she was next. Sorry, Gab. Maybe next, next week. And Gabby's yeah. sex next. Yes. Look, there's a lot. If if those of you are interested in uh, UFO stuff, um, you can feel free to reach out uh, to me. I probably won't respond, but I'm looking to uh, I'm looking to talk about it on my next uh, live stream on G4, maybe in two live streams from now, which you can check out. Um, We've also had some really nice people commenting on the show lately. We just want to say thank you. They say wonderful. They love the way Jamie looks. She looks stunning because of her. And they're catching on. They're all calling me Jamie Lynn, though. Nobody's gotten the full Jamie Lee quite yet, but I I, I appreciate all the Jamie Lynn comments on my Instagram. It just makes (laughs) me feel like you're like my people. Like you're my like buddies that are like you know you're standing out to me. You Jamies, thank you. Yeah, who thought a year ago you would be uh, getting Yami Lee shouted out all over the the Instagram? It's a beautiful thing. Hey, we're going to be giving away some merch. We're going to give away uh, a hat or two. Um, And so uh, follow us on Instagram for the details of that. And uh, we will hopefully have a restock on everything um, pretty soon. You know, I, I wear my pajama pants hoodies all like all week yeah you love that thing you Me you too. rock the shit out of those pajama pants hoodies i gotta tell you a we large need to make pajama to pants i don't know i don't get like, it I, I would like the inside <laughs> joke of us never having pajama i would pants. like a cute pair of panties that say pajama pants there's a lot of guys that just perked up when you said panties right there so. i think jamie would agree to not make the pajama pants Oh, whoa! That's not at all. What I, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you know what Ryan. we gotta do? Rude we gotta Ryan. just we gotta just lead Jamie into stuff. From what happened on. to her, dude? Like, I think we gotta be like, "Hey, Jamie, what do you think about?" Uh, and then she'll say something crazy. Yeah, say panties again, Jamie. Yeah, she's like, "I'll I'll be a panty model." And like, this is what happens at the end of the show. She gets tired. She's like degrading the size of men's penises last time. Yeah. She's a panty model now. Holy, she's having more sex than anyone in her family. Holy shit! Dirty bitch, Jamie Lee. You you <laughs> you really you save it for the end, Jamie Lee. She knows amazing. She's, she's about to go That's get my style. Yeah, you deserve some chocolate after this little uh, little bit Sam, of chocolate. Dude. What I, I was gonna it. say is, Jamie Lee would agree to not ever make pajama pants if you agree to never do the UFO talk. Mm-hmm. But people I think, do, dude, the people want it. I'm just telling. I you want it people. too. I want to. Where my UFO happening. heads out there? Well, look, I, I need time to get into it, okay. but uh, in in short, just just like a very short. Oh. Okay, no, we won't talk about it. No. But like, <laughs> there is like a. It's fine. It's like the UAP, uh, the Senate Intelligence Committee is having a, at the end of the month. <laughs> there's going to be a test. You know, they're going to be talking to Congress about what they found. But. All the people who want to hear about UFOs, I'm totally with Kasim, and I can't believe what Jamie's saying. All the people who don't, yeah, of course, Jamie Lee, you're right. You're always right. Just yeah, no, now. let's like Just let's let's hear more about know. those millipedes. You had any uh, millipedes? <laughs> <laughs> I can 
grazing against your body in the shower? Or? I haven't been home. I had to move out of my house again. Can you take us to the garbage can where the tissues are with the millipedes in it and maybe show give us a count? Yeah, for it's going to rain again next week when I'm back in the house. So for sure, I'm going to have a bunch of that. I'll, I'll, I'll do some video content for the show. I love it. I miss, I miss, even though I'm with Kasim, I miss both of you. I miss you guys so much. <laughs> Mentally, I'm not here. I miss the man Kasim used to be when we Thank went you. in studio. I miss and him too. He was getting laid and... Yeah, that I guy. had a lot, of, a lot of cum flowing through me. Oh. Right now. No, it's just backed up now. Oh. <laughs> oh. We, it's like we, oh my God, it's like one of those movies, like those trading places. I haven't stopped having sex for two months and yeah. you have had none. Great. Love this timeline we're in. Sucks. That's crazy, Fucking Amy sucks, Lee. Dude. What's up with that? Those movies are real. All wow. right, everyone. All right. That's it for the episode. Look, uh, follow us on Instagram and uh, Twitter, and we have a subreddit, r slash pajama pants podcast. Keep sending us emails, askpajamapants at gmail.com. We'll try and read them uh, without you know too many errors on the show. And follow Jamie and me on online as well. And Rob is uh, off the grid, so don't try. I'll be here next week. He'll be here next week. Bye. Okay.